0: introducing buckets and beyond your friendly neighborhood cinematic summertime podcast and i'm your host ben seibel um we've got uh our co-host today is our Beyond correspondent returning for duty uh, for to cover some of the uh nerd culture superhero movies and and all the good stuff that that uh, we love so much so we're reviewing the flash today we've got Kendall Pugh from from Mav's Twitter to join mm-hmm. Pugh, Pugh, Pugh. super we're <laughs> happy to have him and uh just kind of dive into this flash movie that we just recently saw um so yeah what, what, what do you think like what what are your overall impressions of it? let's just get into it
1: so like I said before, like I, I'm coming off of it fresh. So I saw it at 10 o'clock yesterday. And it's kind of interesting because I feel like just general reviews are on like two complete different sides of the spectrum, right? So when they first showed it, you had people coming out saying it was like the greatest superhero movie ever. It's just this phenomenal thing. Da, 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 da. And then as more of the fans saw it. You know, you think people saying it's the worst thing ever. It's an abomination. <laughs> And I sit literally, I know this is the worst answer you can give anything, but I sit literally right in the middle.
0: Okay. Like,
1: I felt like t- half of this movie really, really worked. And I know we'll kind of dive into like specifically what we liked. But the half of it that's really focusing on um, Barry kind of having to, you know, understand what it means to deal with like tragedy. You know, what if Bruce, I think Bruce told him like your scars, they define you. everything. Everything right. like that works all the way up until it gets really, really, I hate to say it, but really multiversey. when mm-hmm. you start getting into with Keaton and when you start getting into Super Zod and the Supergirl and the chem- it that part of it is for me when the movie falls like just completely, completely apart. And then the end to me almost, almost completely takes away from, the entire lesson I thought the movie was supposed to be teaching Barry. You know what I mean? Okay. That, you know, sometimes you have to accept tragedy, you know what I mean? And it's how you deal with it and how you grow from it. And then the ending happens and I'm just like, okay, so I don't know. I don't really know where, I don't really know where, where I don't, I don't say I don't know where DC is supposed to go, but I'm not sure where, what was the purpose. If that's <laughs> the way you're going to end it, it doesn't equal the journey that you took him on throughout the story. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like I said, I'm right. I'm right. Half of it really worked. I thought I was going to be the one to have to come out the theater and be like, man, I really, really like this movie, which is a good thing. And then we like I said, we got to about when Zod shows up and I was just like, man, this looks awful. It feels awful. And it's dragging. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, no.
0: Yeah, I I think I think there there was something there. Um, like you can see there there could be a potentially really good movie in in what um uh, like maybe the bones of it mm-hmm. um i I think I, li- I liked some parts of it, but I just feel like some of the parts I didn't like were just so glaring or or just I just was not vibing with it all, or I felt like they forced certain things into it or um <laughs> I think this movie um either succeeds or it fails based off of who the lead is and yes. if we, we want to get into what what worked and what didn't work um let, let's start with what what worked. let's be positive well, let me, let's like, <laughs> about, i feel like i have a lot of things i like i typed out some, some and it, it's more extensive than i remember the more i thought about it um all I right like, well. What worked, I think Keaton returning, for the most part, about 90% of his arc, I think, worked. Him, just the gravitas of Keaton, what he carries himself. Um, and and I think that part really worked. I think Supergirl, she didn't have a lot to do. I was kind of hoping to see more of her, more character development or just some uh, more from her. But what I did see from her, I think that the actress did a really good job. Um, and uh, that... that there might be more things that you kind of remind me of, but right now, all the stuff that worked, it was not flash related. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll what did you think worked? So
1: I'm gonna be honest, and 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 putting, I know there's a lot of like allegations, like around Ezra Miller, and you know a lot of the off the movie stuff, blah. blah, blah. But crazy enough, like for me, he actually is what worked best for this movie, in oh, my opinion. Wow, Really, I, I. So I was super super anti Flash in Justice League, and I felt like part of the reason why is it really leaned really really hard into trying to copy their their MCU Spider Man, if you will, with him being the yeah. younger, wise cracking, bumbling right. around everywhere, and it just came off really really cheesy, really idiotic. But in this one, you really get to see like Ezra Miller. I mean, he's a a pretty good actor. You know, he's, I don't know if you've seen like some of the stuff he's been in with like Perks of Being all flower and all that good stuff but i thought you know getting to, seeing him get to really really you know show his emotional chops and then getting to act alongside him i mean alongside himself but you know with the with his other counterpart of himself but that part to me was more like the flash that we saw in justice league and all that the really really goofy the wise cracking so it's cool to see him give a serious take, a little more serious take of the character um, alongside the version of the character that I just really, really did like. So for me, he actually like for the half the movie that I love, like he carries it for me. Uh-huh. Like outside of maybe the beginning when he was with Bruce, and I think there was a joke he said about you know, he liked sex, but he never had it, or something like that. Like he like know,
0: He said he and I know sex exists. I just haven't experienced it, like something he like it? that. He was, like, I was like the lasso of truth or something.
1: Yeah, I was like, that's not going to work. But but I mean, <laughs> all the scenes with like you know when he runs to the house and his dad's like on the phone with him and he's looking at the house and he's kind of playing back. That's you know the day his mom died and all that. Um, even when he goes when at the end when he goes back to see his mom knowing that you know kind of what has to be done to to kind of undo everything I just thought he emotionally like he nailed it for me like I was locked in to Ezra Miller Uh, Michael Keaton was also cool to be back I was very curious to see as a semi Michael Keaton fan obviously I wasn't there when he when he first but you're always curious when someone comes back from like 30 years or 20 years of playing a character like where he's gonna be, and for him to like make his appearance, like with long hair and a long beard, and jump out of like the little closet, I was like, how Michael Keaton nothing. But yeah. I thought he had, like I said, I thought you know, I thought they gave him purpose. I thought he, you know, served the story pretty well. I wasn't as high on Supergirl, um, and that wasn't the because of the performance she gave. I thought she did a good job. It just started to feel like I wasn't really sure. The purpose she served for this movie, you know what I mean? Even like they tried to give her a little arc when she gets her power back. And she's mm-hmm. like, you know, y'all can save the humans. I'm not human. I'm out. Right. And then when she then she goes and sees Zod kill all those people, and then she's like, Never mind, like I get Zod's not my people, so I guess I have to fight him now.
0: The way they and shot then, that, it looked like she saw like Zod kill a bunch of people and then she left to go. Like commit to the team while those people, other residents yeah, got killed. Exactly, <laughs> and that's and that's literally in like a five minute span. Like
1: literally in five minutes, she goes from like, "Yeah, I'm out." Like y'all got this. I'm gone. And then she comes back, and then she helps obviously helps Barry get her power back. So it wasn't so much her. Like I thought she was a, uh, I thought she she played the character that gave her well. I just felt like I'm not really sure. Other than like a, we don't want to bring Henry Cavill back. What else can we do? Like who, <laughs> how she fits into that story. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, is that all that worked for me? Yeah, probably is about all that, uh, all that, all that worked for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it, Ezra Miller, like I was like, I was locked in. I was like, you got me, dude. For half a movie, you had me.
0: <laughs> I think, I think what, yeah, I think w- the, whether you like, Ezra Miller's performance is going to determine how much you like this movie. To me, I had, like, I felt like he was a little too awkward or, like, his voice to me, I'm just, it just kind (laughs) of, it's not, I'm not a big fan of it. So he could, like, act really well, but then when he opens his mouth, I'm just like, oh, gosh. And Uh, then had double him. Yeah, and so, (laughs) like, I was having trouble, like, because up until now in Justice League, or uh, he kind of has been this the comic relief, like the one who will jump in every so often, and I could I could handle that in doses, um, but when it's completely his movie, it's all on him. There's that first section part of the movie where it's just him, and then when he adds the second one, second Barry, that Barry is um, what part of what what didn't work for me was that the way that they differentiated the two Berries other than the haircut was like young Barry is almost like a nineties, like Keanu, like stoner oh, uh, guy.
1: A hundred percent.
0: And I'm just like, that Don't doesn't make sense. And it was painful <laughs> to watch them have conversation. For me, it was like, Oh my gosh, I just didn't enjoy their, their, their interactions as they they had moments every now and then, but I ju- I think you have to be a certain actor that, I didn't think he pulled it, that pulled that part of it off, and there were parts where, and I'm just maybe hyper noticing things where, no, like the, like on one of them is clearly talking, and then the one right next to them, you can tell they have like an animated face, <laughs> and and maybe I'm just looking for it more now that i no. have all these movies, but I'm just like, yeah, that's
1: well, I think that's one of the downsides, the challenges of the of the live action. Multi, I don't, I know that's way, way down the line on your topic of conversation. So actually, I'll hold it. I'll hold my comment.
0: But if the parent trap can do it,
1: maybe. the parent trap could pull it. But that's because Lindsay <laughs> Lohan in the 90s or early, whatever it was.
0: <laughs> I, fun I fun don't,
1: fact it's one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: It's a, it's a really good movie. And I, I had, love that and movie. It's been executed well. I just think they had so much else going on. There was no way that they could do that. Um, so yeah. I'm sure that's how they it divvied it up or, or whatever. But. Um, For me, what didn't work, the two berries, like I said, um, I think the Speed Force, like Chrono Tube, I think they should have, the graphics on that was just really, really rough. Um, (laughs) And I feel like instead of, and they kept zooming in on them, like they were good. That's what was crazy. And if they would have just like, if he's just running in the stream, I feel like that's how it's been portrayed most of the time like he sees the events flashing by you could just use highlights of those events rather than like oh let's 3d generate you know aquaman or batman or superman all this stuff that that was just tough to watch um and then i think the world's colliding at the end i think it was just that was like a a bunch of like disco balls in the sky um and bringing back christopher reeves like post human, it can't be doing that. To me, that's just not, <laughs> that's not okay. Um, and then it, yeah, and then there, the, whatever. So I'll, we've been probably getting into a little bit more, but like to me, like that was in their mind, oh, this is our big finale. This is how we, you know, uh, and, yeah. Did, it, did anything else like not work for you other than that?
1: Well, like you said, the CGI in this movie is rough. And I, I like I'm i mar- I'm a diehard Marvel guy. Like I know sometimes, you know, in the Black Panther, two, like the CGI gets rough and it usually <laughs> doesn't. And, it, and it, you know, sometimes it gets rough, you know, and you just have to decide. And the CGI in this movie is like rough. Like it is bad. And for a movie that was in production as long as it has, I think it had like a 250 million dollar budget. I could not believe how bad like this movie looked like even like you said. The whole speed, time travel thing, I thought it was hideous. Like, I thought it was completely horrendous. Especially coming off of, obviously, Snyder's Justice League, where I thought the whole way they did the time travel thing, like you said, where he's running, and more as you see the events kind of flashing by or stuff like that. Um, So it looked hideous. Um, Like I've already said, I didn't think Zod and them really served the story, in my opinion, in, like, any way, form, like, whatsoever. Um, they kind of made a cool connection where Barry talked about, like I was there and I only saved one person and I had, you know, show him, look away. He had saved the boy and he looked away from his dad and something like that. So I thought, you know, maybe like his connection to the whole scenario would be a little more intriguing, but you know, the whole Zod, the whole Supergirl, the whole battle they had in the little empty thing with the aliens just didn't work for me. Um, like you said, the world's colliding. I thought it was horrendous. Like I thought it was purely bad. (laughs) And before I even knew, so obviously like, because I'm with Twitter, like I don't always get to be surprised in some of these movies. So I knew it was coming, but actually seeing it, it was so much worse than I thought it would be only from the standpoint of it was, it felt so unnecessary. Even like the people they showed, where it was like, I could even see if like their worlds are colliding and you had, cgi christopher reeves like doing anything you know what i mean like you're showing like them in their worlds having to deal with you know the ramifications of what's happening right now right. you know what i mean but instead you have cgi christopher reeves I'm, i I just have to keep saying it because i cannot stress enough this movie had a cgi christopher and he's just like sitting there like just looking it's like mm-hmm. like you bring back nicholas cage as superman which if you're a diehard superhero fan, I'm pretty sure everyone knows about the Nicholas Cage Superman. But once again, it's not dealing with the ramifications of actually what's happening in this scene. He's just like <laughs> there. Like it's just like, hey, there hey, we put Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Again, you bring Adam West's Batman. Again, the, the choices they they got to for who they were going to bring back in these world. But once again, he's he's not even doing anything, anything. Like it was like a silhouette of him like running. Yeah. And so I thought. Even if you do that, you have to tie it into the scene. You know what I mean? You have to show, like, them scrambling to save their worlds, them scrambling to deal with the ramifications of everything. But it comes across so inorganic. It's just like a, hey, we can do this now. Or, hey, we can do this. Or, hey, our multiverse has all of these guys. It's all one. And it just doesn't work. And then to top it off, and then to top it off, and top it off, this movie suffers because even though Barry is the pro, that he's the anti, obviously evil, Barry, reverse. He's not really reverse Flash, but you know, the, the the time travel. It doesn't work because to me, even though he's the, this movie doesn't really have a central villain, if that right. makes sense. And once you got to the end, you know, once the Zod thing, I mean, that thing was taken care of in like five minutes and he came and Supergirl, whacked, or he killed, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That moved on. And you brought the other bear. There's, there's really no battle. There's no conflict that they have, which I thought you really could have centered the movie around. You know what I mean? This idea that, you know, that the villain is the Barry that couldn't deal with you know, the tragedy. You know, he couldn't deal with the scars that came from his mom dying. It's the one that I, I got to keep I can save him. I can save everyone. I can I can if I have this power, I can do this. Right. And they don't do anything with that. And it's just a tacked on piece at the end who they don't even fight, you know, then younger, (laughs) then younger, the younger evil version of the bad Barry is the one that like sacrifices himself for good Barry getting rid of the, it was just like, it was like, that doesn't make any sense. And I got to the end. I said, who's the villain of this movie? Like really like who is the antagonist? If you, if, if, if you, if you study this movie, like who is the antagonist? You can't say it. I mean, you could say Barry because of the decisions he made, But the whole movie, he's trying to fix the issue. Like, there's no antagonist to this film. And so that. And then then when Clooney popped up at the end, I told my friend before the movie, I said, two things can't happen. And one of them was, is if George Clooney shows up in this movie, I'm getting up and I'm walking out. Like, I'm walking out. Like, I'm sorry. And then, this is a pure nerd nitpick, but we were always raised under the understanding that all the 90s Batmans are the same Batman. They're just recasted. So Michael Keaton is the same Batman as Val Kilmer. It was the same Batman as George Clooney. They were just recast, right? Right. But it's all one. Same Alfred, same Gotham. Obviously, different tone. But it's all the same, right? So Michael Keaton is gone. And then George Clooney pops up at the end. And you're like, (laughs) as a nerd, I'm sitting there like, it's the same person supposed to be. And then to top it off, and I know I'm rambling, but to top it off, what killed me the most is that... and. I'm curious, did you get this impression from it? But the footage that they had at the beginning of Barry's dad, right, was was inconclusive because he never lifted his head up, right? right? And so I got the impression I got was that because when Barry goes back in time, he, when he's about to you know, put the can back and he looks up at that camera and the impression I got was that he did something there that caused his dad to have to look up at the camera. Uh-huh. So when he went back to the future, that's why in that footage they had in the future, his dad looks up, which he didn't uh-huh. do in the original one. So right. then for me, I'm like, okay. So after all of that, his the action is I'm still going to change the past to, to, to help. <laughs> like after all of this, I'm still going to do something that alters the past. Like there's no lesson learned in that. There's nothing. So that was my, that's what didn't work for me. I, I'd be curious. Yeah, I can you're, see that.
0: Yeah. Cause, cause kind of what you're saying is like, after all of that, he realized that some things are just absolutely going to happen no matter what, which is his mom right. dying. But after that, instead of like, all right, I'm gonna leave things as is to not mess anything up further, I'm gonna move these cans to the top shelf so that my dad has to look up to get them, and then um, he gets, you know, he get he gets exonerated or, or whatever. Um, and as a result of that, his Bruce is now. Um, George, George Clooney. Clooney instead of uh, Ben Affleck or Michael Keaton yeah um the, the way I kind of read that and <laughs> <in, in> and <laughs> part of it is um just because we know like as as comic book fans watching this show this show we know that like the verse is is soon to be oh, like officially over I think this is kind of their way of saying like well, Barry's stuck in in the universe where George Clooney's Batman and he'll never be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like because there's there was there was I mean until a movie's out, they can kind of pretty much say anything when they're promoting it and they're like, Oh, it's great, or all this other stuff. Like, oh, is people asked, you know, I think the director, like, hey, is um, Ezra Miller returning to be uh, Flash in a future movie or, or whatever? And they said they haven't decided yet. Um I think that's James Gunn's way of saying, like, yeah, it's not happening. Like don't don't get your stuck up. Um, he's stuck in, in the the Just uh, nasty. Nasty <laughs> nasty. It's uh I mean, you know. Uh so um real quick, let let's I don't I don't I'm curious on who you have in this. Um who who won, stole, and lost the movie? Because I I have some some interesting ones, but
1: who won so like who stood out like who, who yeah who
0: who won the movie who looked great who stole the movie who like was was you know maybe it was like your unsung hero or somebody who like okay shined in every scene that they were in or and who lost uh who just you know
1: oh okay well well what well, lost is george clooney for me he, he he completely lost the movie for me so, so, so <laughs> you're down on it
0: going into
1: it yourself? george clooney losing oh, wow. that plan um, I told you, like Ezra Miller for me wins it, and I think I have to say the same. He steals it because I I really was not expecting to enjoy Ezra Miller this much in that movie, in this movie. So for me, he wins it and he he steals it. I mean, everything that I had to centrally focus on, like that original timeline, Barry dealing with the weight of everything that's happening, everything he's done, um, the series, the magnitude of it, like it, it just worked for me so well. So he's definitely my win. Who loses it for me? Oh, man, it, it might be Zod, man. Like, I just, he just, it just, it just didn't work for me in this movie. Like, it just didn't work. I mean, it could be because the actor that plays him has, like, just gone on a media tour, like, dissing <laughs> every superhero movie for mankind. And so I was just kind of couldn't figure out why he would even agree to this. But I, I he, he loses it for me. He he really, really, really does. So, yeah, that would be my two. I know it's the most
0: cliche one. Did anybody like steal the movie or or kind of like that you can think of? Steal it like surprise me? Yeah, or just kind of
1: Oh man, who would I say? You know, what? I'm a, I'm going I'm going to limit, and I'm going to say I'm going to say Ben Affleck. You know, I wasn't <laughs> This was probably the first time we got to see in a while where Ben Affleck get to do Batman things, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So and just the challenge when you have always have Batman in Justice League movies is that he always comes across really outpowered, right? He's fighting oh, yeah, demons, yeah. He's fighting gods. He's fighting. And it's just very, very hard. So it was cool to get to see him. You know, we really haven't seen it since. Maybe Suicide Squad a little bit. The original, original one. Where he's on the Batmobile and he's swinging. <laughs> and he, even there's a scene where he threw the Batarang back and it popped the guy. Yeah, uh, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for the battering. Like, I don't think we see it enough in live action. <laughs> like, just pure Batarang, slap Achoo. the gun out. So Man. I'm gonna go with Affleck. You know, I know this was like yeah. his final crusade as um the Bruce Wayne Batman, and I thought it was fun to see him get to go out. You know, his costume sucked. It was horrendous, but <laughs> but it was cool to see him kind of get to do his last uh, take on it on the Bruce Wayne Batman. So I would say he stole it for me. Bruce, okay. Uh, ben Affleck.
0: That's solid, solid. Um, let's see. I would say who won the movie. I would say uh, George Clooney, Gal Gadot, and Michael Keaton won the movie. If they came <laughs> in, you could tell. They were just collecting the bag. Even, oh, yeah. <laughs> just just give me, me the check. Did it, did it bounce? All right. right, I'm. You have me for, for 20 minutes, and I'm no longer <laughs> – um, so I, it, it's funny how like these actors can kind of take advantage of how desperate like Warner Brothers is for like, oh, we need to get desperate. some people from past movies. we need to, you know, they know that they're, you know, this might be their last chance or whatever. But I, I just thought that was kind of funny, especially George Clooney. Like that was completely out of left field. Um, <laughs> he doesn't need it, but it, it's just kind of, it's like how much? Oh yeah. I'll be there. Um, sign me up. So I say no, no more.
1: lines or nothing. Just yeah. Not head nod.
0: Uh, so stole the movie. I say, um, I guess mostly I would say Caton definitely stole all the scenes he was in, um, and lost the movie. I, I guess I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I think um, Ezra as a leading person going forward. I I, I think <laughs> I was not I was not a fan. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, uh, r- real quick, uh, what did I? I think you kind of touched on like the villain reveal that it the villain is actually like the younger version of himself who like couldn't accept, um, you know, not being able to save his mom or whatever. I think that was, <laughs> I think that was a, a real shortcoming of that movie where, um, it, it, it's hard to feel sorry for a hero that's creating his own problem and <laughs> and and it's not like. You know, there's a big, they're technically, they're trying to make Zod look like the worst guy ever to distract from the fact that, like, yeah, this is buried. This is all his fault. Like, <laughs> this is not going I mean, <laughs> to happening without Um. So, and, and what to me, what's a no, and, I don't know how you feel about this, but I mean, since this movie's been in production a really long time, uh, mm. the Flash TV show has done a really good job of, you know, like going through the rogues gallery of the Flash. And, and I feel like that's one of the biggest missed opportunities in this movie is like it, it, your first solo movie as the flash. Um, I feel like they could have found a villain. It didn't necessarily have to be um reverse flash or whatever, but I think he's got a really solid rogues gallery, all, all things considered. Um, but, you know, I, I that's, that's kind of my, like from the outside looking in, I wish they would, I understand why they went throughout. They did. Um, but, yeah,
1: I was uh, – yeah. I no, I that's what kind of sucks with the Flash is that I feel like – I don't know when Flashpoint comes out. I should know that as a, as a nerd that I claim on. But it seems like ever since Flashpoint, like, that's, like, the only story that anybody wants to tell. You know what I mean? When it comes yep. to his character. Like you said, he has a lot. I mean, Captain Cold, Brilla Grodd. I mean, hey, reverse Flash without Flashpoint. But it feels like now – Every time anyone wants to use Barry for anything, it has to be he's time traveling. It has to be he's he's, he's racing history or changing history or dah, dah, dah. <laughs> so. I agree with you. Like I I feel that a hundred percent. Like like you know, it would have been cool to see way back on Director One because movies had like seven directors. You know, a, a more self-contained uh, flash story um, that didn't that obviously didn't have the the major major. Multiverse. I mean, it's funny the marketing for the movie. I mean, they marketed it as a Batman movie with the Flash. I mean, they were like, "Hey, come see Michael (laughs) Keaton." They were like, "Come see Michael Keaton," and oh yeah, like, 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 um, Ezra Miller is also here, and oh yeah, this other character, super something, she's in it too. But it was almost marketed like a Batman movie. So I do think that's kind of the challenge with Flash in our in our day and age now, especially with us now, everything being multiverse ish, is that that's the first thing they want to go to so i think yeah. they could I, I think the barry thing could have worked if you focused the movie on that you know what i mean like i think the idea that the barry that turns evil he's the one whose mom survives you know what i mean like his mom his, he, he has not dealt with the, tra- the tragedy having to deal with the mom dying and the dad going to jail and all that good stuff so yeah. his life has been perfect and so the idea that Wait, you're telling me for things to go back to normal, she has to die? Like, it doesn't work out happy for all of us? Like, I can't accept that. I think that could have really worked. But they shoehorned it in, after all that Zod stuff, to, like, this little, little three-piece window where he's like, oh, Supergirl died. but well, we can go back. Uh, oh, Batman died. We can go back. I think if you really showed that throughout the movie where it's like, he his character, can't he can't deal with loss. He can't deal with tragedy. He, he does He just, everything has worked out for him. You know, right. and then I think you would have had you could have had even some even if you let him and Art and the Barry that we know like really really dive into it like really go at it on their I don't want to say philosophical differences but Barry yeah. like hey like I'm trying to tell you like I've just went through this like you yeah. cannot change what's happening and you really played on that I think the ending with him ending the way him ending up as the villain and them going at it could have could have worked in that self contained story but them trying to bring it back around after the whole Supergirl to Zod and all that stuff, it 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 falls on his face completely. So,
0: uh, on that falling on the face note, what would you rate <laughs> if you had to rate it like on the Beyond Cinema scale, one out of ten? Where where are you at with the Flash? Uh, I'm
1: probably about six and a half, six, six and a half. So I, I, I enjoyed, I guess I enjoyed half of it. Um, I'm a supergirl fan, like I went into it. I wasn't expecting, like, super cinema. So I, it was about a six. <laughs> it was about a six. I mean, I didn't I think hate it's it. Hard. Like, I've seen bad movies. I didn't it's think it was hard. a bad movie.
0: Uh, I think it's hard going from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and then <laughs> Across the Spider-Verse. And then you got all this momentum. Oh, man, these movies were good. And then you go to the Flash. To me, someone I... Someone
1: said, uh, real quick, someone said the worst thing for this movie was that it came out three weeks after Across the Spider-Verse. Or two weeks after. They said that that is one of the worst things that this movie could have ever ever done.
0: Yeah, a music a movie that executed multiverse like flawlessly versus one that is just like literally a cluster, whatever. Um yeah, I, I would say it's a five. Uh because there are points that I like and there are that I think I like a lot of the Batman parts, but it's it's just uh it was it was frustrating. Um so there there, there is a one confirmation on top of the, now that the, the flash is out that the uh, director Andres uh, Muschietti is going to be directing Batman the Brave and the Bold so how do you feel after seeing this movie that he's directing that
1: I have not enjoyed any news that I have gotten about Batman the Brave and the Bold I have not enjoyed <laughs> that it's going to be Damian Wayne I heard some people saying that the Batman might be Dick Grayson when he signed on to it, I can't, I can't say his last name, but when it, when he signed. My biggest fear with the DCU going forward, I think James Gunn is a great filmmaker. I really do. I mean, I think Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is still my favorite superhero movie this year. I'm very curious to see in terms of crafting the universe, getting good directors for these projects um, that are able to tell the story. That part I'm still a little iffy on, and nothing about this movie made me go, this guy wants to do a Batman movie that I want to watch. Now, now, but the caveat, though the playing devil's advocate is that this movie has had seven directors or six directors. Like by yeah. the time Andy got on it, this thing for the most part was probably done. It was a cluster of a mess. Right. No one wanted to touch it. And then add on top of that, um, Warner brothers want to use this movie obviously to reset their DC universe. So on top yeah. of that, so there's a lot of factors that played into this movie right. that aren't necessarily his fault. So True. to give him the benefit of the doubt, I'm going to say I'm <laughs> fairly optimistic. I'm not excited, but I'm also not excited because I'm not a Damian Wayne fan. I but as him as a director, I we'll see. I mean, he did it, right? I think he did it. Or okay, one the, of...
0: yeah, he did it. Um, the, so my my take on it is the if we have Damian Wayne, that means we more than likely have Nightwing. And Dick Grayson, we have Jason Todd and Red Hood. So the Bat family will be a part of it. That's the only saving grace I have because I'm not a big Damon Wayne, Wayne fan either. Um, but I do like the idea of establishing like an older Batman who has all these characters pre established.
1: Um, hey, I'm the or, op- I don't want to interrupt, you, I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off. Uh, but oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite. Well, when you say older Batman, what do you
0: mean? So, like, if you do it chronologically, it's hard to build up like all of those characters in like three movies, right? Mm-hmm. So like I, I think it's easier to kind of build off of like are oh, they already here? let's let's go. Um, I think what, what as far as like Andres as a director, I think for me, the most effective parts of this movie were Batman related, whether it was Batfleck in the in the beginning, uh, being you know the uh, street level you know Batfleck and then you know obviously all the Keaton stuff, I th- to me, I think that was the most successful parts of this movie. So I feel like he has obviously has a soft spot for Batman. So I can see him. I- I'm trying to be optimistic too. I'm trying to talk myself into it. Basically, um, hopefully, I the flash will be anywhere. I mean, I, I think the challenge is
1: though is I think, and it's not even with him. I just think DC property is like so in the mud right now. Like before I hopped on this podcast, I was looking at the 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 box office for the Flash this week, and it's atrocious. Oh, yeah. It's real bad. And, Oh, it, it's it's atrocious. And I guess I just wonder, you know, they're announcing all James Gunn's announcing all this stuff, like, 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 where are we going? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know the, that I know the universe is rebooting, but did, if you were a general fan, like, take your, I'm sure if you have, you have people you go watch movies with that aren't super into comics, you know all that movie stuff like that. Did you walk out of this movie knowing, like, oh wow, it's a new universe now. So everything that's going to come after this movie is going to be its own new, separate James Gunn kind of thing. You know what right. I mean? And then on top of that, you add, you already have the Batman, which was a pretty good success with Reeves doing his thing. And I just wonder for DC, you know, what what is the what's the what's the plan? Not, not I mean, that's the plan. But what's the pathway to like success? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, James Gunn, like- Superman. Oh wait,
0: I'm sorry. oh, yeah. well, I think like r- the overall the plan is to like start with Superman and kind of build from there. But I think with the Batman and Chris, you know, um they have they can have their cake and eat it too. The young Batman is in one movie. The older Batman is in another movie. And I think that's something that could be really cool as as Batman fans who can enjoy both. Um, I think we got a, like a we're about to run out of time,, uh, but I um. I'm really glad you got to hop on. Uh, it's really hard to get Andrew to watch like superhero movies with me, <laughs> especially one that he like, honestly, he's probably better off not watching this one. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just super thankful for you, Kendall, for coming through and, and hopping on with us. Um, uh, we can, uh, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Buckets and uh, Buckets Beyond, and then on Twitter at Buckets Beyond. Thanks again, Kendall, for hopping on. Really appreciate it. We are out of here. Adios. All right, man. Appreciate you. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it.